just been vibing? Yeah, I'm just vibing all day. No problems, no problems. Back to the Uzi Monkey Podcast. I'm your host with the most, the cringe. With me is a very special guest. It is the one, the only MC Sexy here, aka the homie on the regular, Scene Lope. How's it going, Scene Lope? Yo, what's up? <laughs> Honored. Thank you for having me. It's going pretty good. No complaints whatsoever. No worries, no worries. This man interviewed what was it? Uh, Murs and ABK that I saw, and now he's getting interviewed by some res kid. We we come full circle, boys and girls. <laughs> That's crazy that you actually saw those interviews. That's what's up. <laughs> well, before we slide into the interview, I wanted to just say uh, th- I just wanted to thank you personally because when me and B Man were first dipping our toes into performing, you were actually one of the first people that were like, "Yeah, come on down, open up for me." And he treated us so well. And just for that, I'd like to thank you. Oh, 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 yeah. All love. I appreciate that. No problems. No problems. But, much, um, much respect. But um, let's just let's just dive into the questions. Um, first question is, why did you sleep with my mom? <laughs> She's sexy as fuck. <laughs> this guy she has had like, some fruit snacks. Like fucking so many songs about sleeping with our moms. Like, oh my god. <laughs> That's wild. It's just fucking funny, y'all. But no, no, seriously, y'all. What place do you represent? Where do you lay your head? Shoot. Outer space. I'm I'm currently residing in L.A., but it'd be hard for me to say what I represent. I can I I was born in Germany, raised in Missouri, and raised in Colorado. Late uh, last couple of years, I've been really traveling though. Right now, I'm residing in. California, LA, Hollywood area. No problems, no problems. And um wait call. Let's just go into the beginning. Um before that, um I got a bard I wanted to see if you remember. Um it's the city where bitches get left on the curb. Lift up your skirt. Seventeen is known to put in the work. Oh yeah. <laughs> Damn, I would have to like hear the beat, but oh, hell yeah, it's the city. That's a classic. <laughs> <laughs> That's a banger. That's so dope that you done some research. I think that song's like 13 years old on on YouTube. Yeah, it's like 13. It's a city <laughs> where bitches get left on the curb, pick up the skirt. 17, been no no put at work. <laughs> Was that yes. line say true? <laughs> yes, for sure. And but um, for the listeners, could you explain what 17 Entertainment is? Oh, 17 Entertainment is like a label that. Two of my old school friends, uh, they made it together. They used to make beats on Fruity Loops, and they exchanged beats back and forth. It started as like a little beat-making company. Then eventually, it just became like kind of a click, like a group. It was, I think it was a group for the longest, but it's kind of just like a small independent label, a brand, something that we, me and my homies represent. Mainly me these days. There's a few of us still left, but... Uh, well, I really like, really haven't made any announcements yet, but we're trying to put together a 17 record right now with a bunch mm-hmm. of members from the past and, and some new members that never really are part of 17 back then. 
but some old school members and some new ones. We're trying to actually drop a 17 ENT record soon, but it's like a ghetto label, a ghetto group. <laughs> it's a sort of like a brand. No. 17 in, 17 Entertainments. Shouts out to 17 Entertainment. But how did you um how did 17 help you become where you are today? It just gave me like that confidence. It gave me something to uh something to rep to feel like a, I was a part of, you know. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, it just it helped that I'll say that's the way it helped me most. It gave me a lot of uh gave me a lot of confidence, a lot of self-worth to be a part of something with a bunch of other people. It just pushed me in a lot of wild ways. Are you smarking up some trees over there? Oh, me? Yeah. Um, sadly, I can't. Um, I have DPDR, so I can't really smoke no more. I'm just sipping my uh, my Coca-Cola. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Actually, wait, a funny story. Um, me and B-Man, we got uh, offered to open up for uh, uh, a dispensary. <laughs> and when we did, we guess we we performed did our thing, and then like um after the show they said yeah go inside get um get a, a goodie bag well okay here he gave us like two free pre rolls, <laughs> I looked at B man I was like your ass can't smoke that because you're on probation I can't smoke it because I can't smoke anymore <laughs> we're like what Damn. do we do with these <laughs> Damn. But no. I, I just gave mine to um before um I had you on I had some activists on and i was like hey you guys spoke no like, yeah i was like oh ho, here's some good medicine <laughs> fuck yeah they were probably happy about it yeah they're they're really juice but um um yeah well when i first heard uh, not when i first when i was diving into your stuff i was like oh shoot 17 entertainment that, that's pretty cool then <laughs> and like again like you said it's like 13 years ago and i seen a yes, video that was a like, long what? time ago 2006 where you were oh like, damn you might you, oh yeah, that would even be long ago, two thousand seven or yeah, two thousand six. Damn, that's even longer than thirteen years. Yeah, I was like, I was like, ooh, dang, you've been in this game for quite a long time. How long have you been inside the game? Mm, I'll say I recorded my fucking a freestyle back at this gathering of the Juggalos back in like two thousand two, and then I probably recorded my first tracks in like two thousand one, like some weird ghetto. <laughs> uh, yeah, for like the early 2000s, I'd say, like the beginning of the 2000s, but not like really. And then I started throwing shows around like 2005, 2007-ish is probably like the first time me and some friends put together a record. So yeah, quite, quite some fucking time. I dropped my uh, first solo record back in 2012. Well, uh, well what would that record be? Let me see if I... Well, if I all, all up in, in you. Yeah. FT, FT, basically. Yep, for the first <laughs> time. For the first time. That's what I was like trying to figure out where the fuck FT, FT means. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it was crazy. I was using hashtags like way back then. This man was... Not knowing, not knowing that hashtags are like big as fuck now. This man was casually dropping uh, MySpace on uh, one of the horror songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, speaking of um, oh. early days, uh, how was your first setup, basically? Like, your, your main, like, where you actually sat down and record something? Super ghetto. It was probably, like, <laughs> uh, a computer tower. And it was, like, um, 
like a not even like a recording mic, like a like a ghetto a ghetto video game fucking mic. It's just like plastic with like from like Office Depot or wherever with like a sock over it, like some super ghetto shit. <laughs> you like had the re- you had the sock pop filter. In <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, but it wasn't even like a real mic. It was like a ghetto plastic fucking. Like a computer microphone, just like super ghetto. <laughs> I always, <laughs> I always love the... hearing the the ghetto setups, basically. <laughs> oh yeah, that's how I started just ghetto, like recording myself, until I like started fucking with people who actually know what they're doing. <laughs> and uh, how was your first performance? Oh, like I don't remember my first one, but I remember like my early ones. Like there's these hot ass chicks. <laughs> coming all close to the stage but then after i performed they're like yeah we got close but we couldn't hear you i was like damn <laughs> <laughs> sucks yeah it was horrible <laughs> that's but, fucking funny yeah or like one time is like me and my friend overdose just made like a, a banging ass new song we're all debuting it at the fucking show and it comes in my verse, and I just like freeze up. <laughs> like, oh, I can't remember this shit. It's just like you know, I just drop the ball. All the you know, all the hype is pointing at me, and I'm just like, oh shit. You just stood there, too, just like, oh, too nervous. Like, oh yeah. So how's everybody's day? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I fucked that shit up. I fucking hate those moments. <laughs> My earlier performances, you know, were really, really bad. No props, no props. Yeah, I like hearing about people's first times, like on stage or recording, because it shows like how far you be, how far you came so far. Because now, yeah, oh my I, god, I, you're a showman. <laughs> I wish I remember fucking my first time performing, but sadly I don't. I know I remember some early times. I was just bad. I don't know what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> but um, how about how about see if you can remember this one? Um, if you came to have some fun, throw your hands in the air. Can I get a whore? Can a whore get a little little love up in here? <laughs> oh hell yeah! That's like something I've still been doing this year. Like I haven't done it. I'll, in a while this year but that's an old song that still makes like uh sometimes my performing uh my performing fucking set sometimes that's still like that song's made on my performing set for a long time till i really mastered it because i probably sucked in the beginning like performing <laughs> that song too yeah that, but there's, that's... there's two versions of that song there's two different beats but it's a fun song to perform live yeah, the one that you performed live that um the very first time I heard you was that was one of those songs and I know it was like a different beat because I was like, hey, is this the same song but different beat? Yeah, yeah, I have two different versions. Like one of my friends remixed it. I sent him just the vocals and then he put the my voice over this new beat and then he sent. I was like, yo, you gotta send me that instrumental too, bro. And then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not bad, not bad. But yeah, yeah, I want to slide that. I want that to be like a little slide into um horror, basically. Homie on the regular. Um, tell me about horror, basically. How did you come up with it? Or did you come up with it? So like, I was like one of the first people. I call people horror like W H O R E. Like, I remember if I was like fourteen, maybe fifteen, and my 
my cousin from Missouri was visiting me in Colorado and we're in the back of this pickup truck driving down this fucking street and uh, there's like some chick jogging and I'm like whore <laughs> and she just fucking like got such a it riled her up so much and I think from that day forward I'm like I just started calling everyone whore <laughs> and then uh, some years later it might have been like 2007 ish uh, there was like a click of us that hung out at this, these apartments up in Colorado Springs, Newport Squares, and we all we had like a spot. A bunch of the homies, seventeen ENT homies, all kicked that, and Acropolis recording homies, like some other homies. And there's this dude, Wicked C, and then they had a neighbor down the way named Hank. And they made it, they took away, uh, Wicked C, I would say he's like the forefather who took, I used to call people, just call people whore, like that was, what up, homie, instead of homie or dude or whatever, I'd say, what up, whore? <laughs> and then Hank and Wicked C made it to homie on the reels, and then it became, morphed into homie on the regular, and then there was like a bunch of us that repped that shit, Cat. There's this one cat, he even changed his name to MC Or. Shout outs to him. He's out there doing his still his <laughs> thing nowadays still. But we, we're, he don't rap 17 and T or nothing no more, but he's still out there ripping that horse shit. And there's like a bunch of people that were there in the beginning when it started, like about 10 of us or more, 13 of us or something like that. Like a good amount of people were there when it, it it became homie on the reels to homie on the regular. And then it has like everyone just, you can make your own acronym. So HOR can be like so many different things. That's but to cool. me, it's, to me, I don't, I, I don't know if it's homie on the regular because I'm not like regularly people's homie. But <laughs> I'm the home, I'm the homie on the reels though, for sure. Well, exactly. I, I could be yeah. someone's, I could be someone's homie on the reels. I was like thinking about that uh, on one of my long drives recently. Like, yeah, I, I've read horror. I don't know about homie on the regular, but I'm definitely the homie on the reels. <laughs> For real, this guy's the this man's the realest you can ever get. <laughs> so I don't know about all that, you know, but like, I appreciate you so much. Like, that's crazy for you to say. I, I much respect. Literally, I, you can just go up to him and be like, hey, what's up, homie? And then you'll just be like, hey, what's up? That's like so fucking badass. I'm not going to lie. Because <laughs> usually some people be like standoffish. Be like, Who the fuck are you at? Yeah, I try to be friendly to everyone. I have my days, though, too, you know. I'm not always fucking friendly. But, you know, it's like at shows, I try to be respectful and, and happy and willing to talk to anyone that wants to talk, you know, and give me their time, wants to have a conversation, you know, because most of the time I'm not, I'm not like that social either. Like, I love when people approach me and spark a conversation rather than me, me have to come introverted sometimes, like, on stage, I'm not really introverted, but like in a crowd, I'm just like, man, sometimes it'd be hard for me to walk up to someone and just be like, hey, let's have a conversation about whatever. So I do like when people approach me and be like, what up? I'm like, shit, then we can talk, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, I'm weird like that. No problems, no problems. Yeah, you actually like um, talking about performances, you actually get lively up when you get up on stage. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, took a long time to get to, to the level I'm at, at performing, you know. I did suck for like a long time, probably five years, you know. I was probably there was probably shows where I'm, I was opening up for huge names, and like 
you know, I got up there and I, I probably really did suck. But some people were like, you know, whatever. Yeah, you know, still, still giving me love because, like, you know, like it takes a lot to get up there. But exactly. There, def- there definitely was like this dude. His name Eric Butler. He's in Colorado Springs and he's in, he's wearing a mask in my "Be Careful" video, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, back in the day, you know." You know, I didn't, wasn't like really big, that big of a fan, but like he seen me, I think this year, and he's like, "Yeah, you've you've grown so much." And I'm like, "Yeah, I appreciate that," you know, because <laughs> I feel it. I feel it too. You know, I probably back in the day, uh, like you know, five, maybe even less than that. You know, a few years less than that. I, it took a while to get where I'm at performing wise. I it just, I wasn't like this good just out of nowhere. It took a lot to fucking time to learn how to fucking master what i do up there <laughs> but i'm still not a master i consider myself like a novice i'm not like a pro or nothing i'm just a little <laughs> bit above beginner this man's being middle. humble this man's being so humble I'm in the oh middle. my god i'm you, in the middle you just casually walk up there like you're just chilling and then you just start rapping like nothing <laughs> interacting I with the fucking you know, crowd and everything i'm like god damn it <laughs> i appreciate it I'm sure a lot of people learn from me. Like everything I I get up there and and I do, I've learned from watching someone else. You know, like I, everyone and everything's my teacher. So like when I I love rap, I love watching other rappers, rap or performers perform, and then because I've learned from them and like so I'm sure when I when I get on shows like some people they if they're trying to learn and grow, they watch me and they learn from me and grow from me too. That's pretty dope. So I want to be a teacher as well as a student forever, you know. <laughs> but I'm more, of, I'm more, I like the student vibe, you know. Like being a teacher is cool too. You, you, you taught us some ways because I actually did take some stuff from you. <laughs> so, that, that's good, man. You got it's fun to like get up there and uh, command, uh, control a crowd, you know. Like get everyone involved, uh, get the gain the attention of the whole room, you know. Yeah, I, though one the thing I liked about you is like when you like do a a call and response thing, you know what I mean? Yes. Then like yes. my twist my twist on that is like I have a song called Medicine Man, and then I'm like, when I say medicine, y'all say man. And then I get everyone to agree, and I'm like, okay, to the next uh-huh. song, and then they like, just look at me like, what the fuck? <laughs> Hell yeah, that's how you do it. It's just yeah, a little that call that. That uh command shit, yeah, I loved, I love doing that shit. <laughs> Make, I love just going into like a room full of people and uh, getting everyone to show love. Like, yeah, make some noise for whatever house we're in. Like, you know, whatever house we're in, I'm like, make some noise. It's for this person and that person. Like, that love, that unified love when everyone's like screaming, like yeah. hearing everyone together. It's like condensed energy. Like everyone focusing. It's weird. It's like it's pretty fucking magical. Then speaking of your performances, I noticed that every time you perform, you always have somebody up there with you. <laughs> Do you know who? Yeah. Oh yeah, baby girl. Of baby course. girl, shout out to BG, <laughs> the yeah, alien baby. She, yeah, she's right here, like all. Oh, she's up my butt twenty four seven, but <laughs> there's, there's nothing wrong with that. She's a good companion, a good sidekick. But yeah, she's always up there. There's, there's like been times uh, where I was like, I had a homie. I was like, yeah, come, come grab her after her two songs, cause she had two songs on my set, yeah. and then uh, 
he did that, and then she came, she came back on stage. She like walked back up <laughs> on stage, like I was like, all right, she wants to be up here the whole time. She's like, no, nah. even though my songs are, <laughs> my songs are done, I still want to be up here. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I noticed that like on some of the songs, like she has like a she howls or something. Yep, she does. That's pretty yeah, fucking she, bad. As I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Yeah, she knows like it's her song, so as soon as she hears it, she fucking ignites. Like, yo, it's pretty, it's pretty wild. Uh, One of the songs too, I uh, I got her to howl in it. This song, Alien Ship. So when she went, and there's like lighthouse in there. Like whenever she hears that song, she always fucking howls. But I I don't I rarely do that song unless (laughs) it's like a scene low solo show. Like the, the, I've been doing a bunch of shows with Green Jello, and that song's not on the short set that I do with them. Shouts out, shouts out to Green Jello. <laughs> For boys. sure, legends. Exactly, legendary Three little pigs, Le- man. <laughs> For sure, we'll be coming back to Gallup real soon, and so maybe you guys can get up on that show for sure. I got yeah, we definitely gotta go there. <laughs> but yeah, I want to. Um, how how did you get uh baby girl to fucking um howl in your songs like during the performances? Oh, so I don't know. My friend, it's crazy. My friend was just asking me earlier, like how, or can I get her to bark on command or do anything on command? And I was like, I can get her to howl. And he's like, How do you do it? And I was like, uh, I howl. I just go. I start howling. That's how I got her to. Ha- that's how I got her to howl on this song. But uh, she just hears like there's a couple songs that she'll hear the song and start howling. Like I was uh, doing the last show I just done in Eugene, which I was what, on Friday night. Uh, I was sound checking my my beats and shit. And she's way over by the merch, and uh, I'm sound checking the song Alien Baby, like making sure the beats go through the system. You know, sound checking my shit. Yeah. And uh, I can just hear her screaming from across <laughs> the room. I'm like, damn. I'm, I'm glad the homies over there, but I still felt bad. Like. Because she was probably like, I'm supposed to be on stage. And like, you know, she was like, she I could hear her howling because I was like checking the beat. I probably should have checked a different beat, but she would probably recognize it still. So I'm curious, actually. I'm gonna next time I'm gonna check a different beat that's not one that's attached. It's not one of her songs, yeah. but it's a song I do on my set and see if she if she if she'll howl if I leave her at the merch table with somebody. But that's pretty badass. I'm not gonna lie. But you made a whole EP based around her. What was it the Alien Baby? Yes, yeah, the Alien Baby EP. It's like a concept. I I concepted a long time ago, back in 2014. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna write a record about me birthing an alien, and I kind of like put it on the back burner for a long time. And then I got her in 2017, and then COVID happened, and then. And then one day it just came to me. I was like, yo, she's the alien baby. I could write, she could be the character of that record. And I'm like, all right, it is time. And then it was weird. It was, it was crazy how it came together because I, I was going to, I posted like graphics for an alien baby EP back in like 2014, ever before I had her. Like it was my, it's my, actually my, if you go to my Instagram, it's my first Instagram post is like, uh, it's like a fucking, it's a promotion for the Alien Baby EP. And it's a, it's a dope looking cover. 
with like an alien hand on it. And I think Necro even liked that. He was like my, he liked that shit. Like my first post on Instagram. <laughs> I think that was the only thing he ever liked. But it was it was pretty cool. <laughs> I was like I was like hell yeah. That was like way back. And that post is probably, that post was probably before I had baby girl. It's just kind of crazy. Like she just became the the fucking main character of that album somehow and it is very fitting so <laughs> it worked it worked pretty magically um, not bad not bad yeah um, i like the whole alien baby songs it's pretty cool <laughs> interesting concept yeah very interesting i think that's when you were touring right for the alien baby tour that's when i think we hopped on actually i think that's when yeah. i first saw you Okay, well, do you know what year that was? Oh, I forgot. Uh, 2021? Okay, yeah, I did tour. I toured that record in 2021, and I think I've done a few dates in 2022 as well. Yeah. I've done, like, the second, second leg. Like, I've done a few cities twice with about that record. But yeah, that's a pretty good record. Are we, are we currently still in the Alien Baby era? Yeah, we kind of are. But I was just thinking about that to myself. Like, yeah, I think that the era is coming to an end, but I'll always have to, like, do some of that stuff. <laughs> I've done this show with Ouija Mac in Tennessee. I don't know what year it was. It was right before a gathering. It might have been 2021, 2022. And he's like, yeah, you always got to do that song, God of Protect. God of Protect, that baby. <laughs> he even posted, like, on Instagram, like, him jamming out to it like a little video it was pretty cool <laughs> uh, i was like hey i was like hey shout out to ouija Mac. yeah shout out to him for sure the grinder. but yeah we we're about to enter a new era real soon probably uh c-log backup in your the backup in your era and then uh yeah the backup in your for the second time but uh <laughs> But I have, like, a record recorded with uh, Juggernaut Music. We have, like, five, four to five songs. There's some real bangers in there, too. It's, like, a bunch of collab songs. I think Ernie and me are maybe on both of them. Shout out to Ern one. Juggernaut Music. Shout out to the Jug family. Yeah, but, yeah, we got com, baby. But uh, I got, like, four to five songs with them, an EP. I think that might be the next stuff that slowly leaks out. Me and Ern got a uh, track called Kings Remembered, and we recorded a video footage for it, too. So I think we're going to drop that sometime right in the beginning of the year. But I'm going to re-record my song, Me and Your Mother, and I'm going to re-record my song, I Fooked Your Mom. And I'm trying <laughs> to, like, I'm trying to sell those songs for, like, digits. I'm trying to re-record those songs two two versions <laughs> like a like a band a tracked version where i track all the instruments and my vocals and then apply a live version i'll re-record those songs those are classics like I, yeah i think i could sell them if i really sell them on a big level if i re-record them and get really good mixes because the mixes i have of those songs are horrible <laughs> yeah the, well, that the, was the, ver, the ver the versions I put out of those songs are bad. They're just like one take in the studio, one take versions. <laughs> when and I was I, listening I, to your discography, um, I heard that song. I was like, oh, yeah, this is the fucking one that you sing. That I was like, he does not have the same energy on this as, as he does on stage. <laughs> yeah, it's way, it's it's bad. I had to, 
That's that's a live. That's a that's the one take version. I should have probably put that on there when I released it. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna re-record those fucking songs. Not Hopefully bad. this month. Hopefully this month. Not bad, not bad. We're actually coming to the end of our stuff. Um, because I say any future projects you're working on. But before we get into that, I want to um, we call again. Thank you for being on the show. It's a little short episode. But um um before, I appreciate it. I usually have it. I had a uh a co-host with me, but sadly due to um his work issue, he can't really uh, come on as often. But he always asks me to um say his question to every guest, and that question is, if you had a superpower, what would it be? Damn, that's a that's a really good question. Let that me think for just question. one moment. Let me think, uh, <laughs> I would be the the power to grant wishes. Ooh, wish granter. Yeah, because then like my power would be like limitless, un unlimited, limitless. You know, I could just like, because I was like, man, I want to be able to just give people and like hook people up, and I wouldn't be granting everyone's wish. Like, <laughs> hell no, bro. First, I'd be like, you know, I'd have to hear their wish and decide whether or not I want to grant it. But it would be the power to grant wishes. Because I think, I feel like some people would have some dope wishes. They'd be like, I need this, you know, and it would be like for a solid ass reason. And I would be like, your wish hasn't been granted. <laughs> You'll be the true homely on the regular. <laughs> yeah, I'll be like a fucking, I'll be like a, a genie or whatever. But like, I get to decide if I want to grant your fucking wish or not. Or like you, you decide that your wish is granted, but here's some fucked up thing that will happen to you because of it. <laughs> like you're talking about like some gin shit, <laughs> Wishmaster, that fucking old school horror movie. <laughs> like Wishmaster's fucking fucked. <laughs> God damn it! But yeah, that's that's our uh, my co-host's uh, reoccurring uh, question. Little fun Shut story. Little little fun story is um, we had a different one before. Or he had a different one before, and it was um, what's your shoe size? And it's just oh, a shit. simple shoe size. But then <laughs> me and him both didn't just... think about it at the time. And then after like a couple of artists, I was like, they're all like, "Bro, you asking me my dick size?" And I'm like, "No, <laughs> no, that's your shoe size." <laughs> yeah, that's a weird question. So I fucking told him. I... I told him I was like, "You gotta fucking change your question, dude." <laughs> yeah. The the. The superpower question is a good one. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good yeah, one. I feel like you could you could learn a lot by, uh, from a person, how they answer it. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. You're like our, I think, fourth person we told. I think Fuck, yeah. two of them said invincibility. I forgot the other one. And then now you, you said wish granted. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if there's a... Uh, I have to freaking research and see if there's a... If there's a super uh whatever if there's a person superhero. with superpowers like yeah superhero or villain with that fucking powers because there if there is mcu you hear i'm coming for you <laughs> i'm getting i'm getting casted bitch exactly. i'm getting casted <laughs> god damn it but uh we came to the end to the end of the show and um i just wanted to say uh thank you for being on the show for cringemas oh, yeah. the cringemas specials and um you happy got any cringemas. happy cringemas to you too? <laughs> any uh, future projects you're working on? I know you said that uh, some stuff with Jug, the new era. Yeah, um, back up in you. So we need the next record I write. 
but I think this record, uh, I think my goal is going to be 100 songs this year. Ooh, so, not bad. So, expect a bunch of shit. Like, I think I want it to be my most musically productive year. Like, putting out con- music song wise. Year of the whore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I, don't know. I, I love the whole whore thing, but I don't know. Be something. Year of the alien, the year of. Oh, I don't know. 17 E&T. I, w- I really want to get 17 E&T booked at the gathering. But I'll tell you right now, the new record is going to be, uh, this is the first time it's been announced, it's going to be OE of Colorblind, Gritty of Gritty Music. Uh, we're going ha- to have Bo Lemick on there. We're going to have <laughs> OD, a.k.a. Overdose. We're going to have uh, Tuck, a.k.a. Damn. Cryptic. And then we're going to have me, Scene Loke. And then, you, we, I don't know, I recently connected with the Epidemic. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Is we'll Epidemic going to be on? <laughs> probably, maybe. I just recently connected with him. So maybe he'll be on it because he's old school, 17 T. And then hope, hopefully some features from Yash Ghost, a.k.a. Yoshi. And then we'll get Mr. Cuss on there. Uh, just try, try to get as many people from back in the day on that record as possible. That's going to be a throwback. Holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like really focused on a 17 ENT record, so Can I really you? haven't put it out there that much, but just self-titled. That that that'll be even harder. That'll be fucking badass. 17 Entertainment, just basically that. <laughs> Any new merch coming out? Uh, I have some tapestries and some 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 new stuff here soon. No probs, no probs. Any new merch designs? For the new era, oh, oh definitely there'll be a whole a probably a new a new logo, maybe maybe I'll just change it up and uh and, uh, instead of like iced out or I'll uh, figure out some other font. Oh, it'll be the same font but with some other type of texture to know. it. <laughs> exactly, you you got the words, my friend. <laughs> I, I um with our in-house some um, graphic artist who's my brother. I'm like. Just, just do the thing with the thing. He's like, you mean the texture? I'm like, yeah, yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, do the thing with the thing. Exactly. You know what the fuck you're talking about. Uh, any new videos you're coming out? You're working on? Yeah, I, yeah, definitely. I'm not. Uh, just besides the one with me and Ernie. But I honestly want to write. I want to put this out there. I want to make a, a record with Green Jello, a bunch of the musicians and, you, and Bill Manspeaker. I want to. Like, we'll see. Because I know... I know I got all I got that connect right now and I just got to write the songs and like I know all the musicians and gather the money it's not too expensive to get in a studio for like a couple hours and make some magic happen (laughs) that'd be fucking badass I feel like I feel like with Green Jelly like their reach goes far if you write if you make a good enough song and you get it to if you get it to someone that can get it on the radio you know you never know where this shit can go <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to fucking be a pop star because then if I open up those gates, I could like put everyone on. It'd be like fucking cringe opening up the fucking big ass arena shows and shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Um, I know you got new shows coming up. I mean, this man's always fucking performing. <laughs> but any new shows? Uh, Vegas on the eighth, Salt Lake City on the fifteenth, and we're supposed to do a a live stream show on the on New Year's Eve. So hopefully the info comes about, out about that soon. 
Not bad. Not but bad. then there's a bunch of shows too. Right at the beginning of the year, there's like Costa Mesa, California, and then we got uh, Florida, San Diego, all kinds of shit. I'll post that shit. Follow the socials at oh, yeah. Scene Loke. At Scene Loke. S E E N L O C. Exactly. This is the part where you plug your socials, all of them. <laughs> shit, it's mainly just Scene Loke. Like, that's how you find me everywhere. S E E N L O C. Instagram, uh, fa- Facebook, Spotify, uh, TikTok. You know, I think I'm about to break a thousand followers on TikTok. So I go live on there. I need to get more fucking learn how to make more fresh shit, make more content like videos for TikTok and all that and reels and stuff like that. But I'm just not big on shit like that. I need to be. So maybe I'll get a fire growing up my ass. But <laughs> seen, at Scene Loke, wherever you fucking do your thing at. At Scene Loke, OnlyFans. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, don't go there. I got some cheap content there. (laughs) Fucked up. Got the feet pics and everything. (laughs) Something, something like that. Oh my god! But with that, we reached the end of the show. Um, Is there anything, any um, closing remarks you'd like to say to our listeners? Yeah, just uh, believe in yourselves. Have fun. You know, spread a little bit of love. Living in a wild, wild times. Yeah, mainly believe yourself. You know, uh, you create your own self worth and uh, uh, heighten uh, the bar instead of lowering it. You know, spread love and some butt cheeks every now and then. You know. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, please get away from my mom. <laughs> me and my girl me and my girlfriend are gonna holler at her <laughs> no <laughs> oh my god but with that seemed like it was good to have you on the show um remember to drink water and um stay hydrated and remember to keep it cringe and um please please pull up your pants that's sick that's disgusting i'm gonna tell your mom <laughs> oh yeah thank you for having me bro <laughs>